press me down and pick me up again. Lord, press me down and pick me up again. Lord, press me down and pick me up again. Cause when you love me just like this, Lord, press me down and pick me up again. Lord, press me down and pick me up again. Lord, press me down and pick me up again. Cause when you love me just like another one and another one and another one i hope y'all doing good on this late night early morning hour at 2 15 a.m i'm up with a message for you that i have to do because i've been told to do it and this is my last day to get her done okay and i have three scriptures that's going to go along with it and today's topic is exit entry and arrival i'm chilling with my ancestors right now so i figured i'd go ahead and do it what better time to go ahead and do it than when they right here in the room chilling kicking it with me partying with me right that means i'm gonna get some downloads on top of other stuff right Ooh, it's gonna be juicy Let's see how that's gonna go they say you ready yeah right see so um the first thing I got was the first chapter is first first chapter first Samuel chapter 15 and verses 1 through 3 right okay so and Samuel said to Saul the Lord sent me to anoint you king over his people Israel now therefore listen to the words of the Lord Thus said the Lord of hosts, I have noted what Amalek did to Israel in opposing them on the way when they came up out of Egypt. Now go and strike Amalek and devote to destruction all that they have. Do not spare them, but kill both man and woman, child and infant, ox and sheep, camel and donkey. Right. And that was exit. Um, and I just heard that was your exodus. So your exodus was you, um, exiting the situation that you went through, um, whether recent or 
that you just now are getting ready to do or thinking about whatever it is that you're trying to exit did exit or want to exit you're being told that that was your exodus so that it's behind you um or this will be or when you do that that's going to be when you um your exodus your freedom right now that's going to be your freedom you still have to go through the wilderness right if you um if you're not in the wilderness and you've already exited and you're if you already exited you're already in the wilderness even if you haven't noticed that you are yet right but i'm sure you have if if you are in your if you have already left and made your exit then you're already in the wilderness and i'm sure that you already know that you're in the wilderness and i'm sure you already knew you're going to the wilderness before you left but if you didn't i'm letting you know um if you're if you're in the moment and you're doing it right now then you are getting ready to cross over into the wilderness right now and if you haven't done so but it's been heavy on your mind to quit whatever that is that you're supposed to be quitting that you put god um last on then you are going to go through your wilderness moment so get ready for that to come immediately after you make your exit right in every situation and all those people involved in those situations that you have to leave and all those things that you have to leave so people places and things right um is going to suffer tremendously gravely to the point of no return unless they choose to return to god almighty and if the case that they don't um their death, their exit is not going to be the exit that they want. Their exit is going to be painful, traumatic, traumatizing, gruesome, ooh, unfavorable, undesirable, and all other things unmentioned that nobody wants to feel is what they're going to feel. So, I don't know what these people did to you. Um, but obviously, they made God mad. And you are very anointed if you listen to this message. And it resonates with you. And God is telling you that it is for you. Um, know that you do not have to feel sorry or bad for any reason. I know that you are in pain. Going through pain. Um, or you don't want to do it because you don't want anything to happen to these people or um, you feel guilty for telling people no, but just know that there comes a time and place for everything and you have to do that, especially now, right? Um, you have to you say no. And for anybody who doesn't like you telling them the word no, then that automatically is a, it triggers their demons, right? Because... Nobody should have a problem with you saying no, taking up for yourself, obviously, right? So, um, for y'all, those of y'all who did that, um, or, or who did that already, congratulations. Um, now you just have to go to your entry, um, which you are entering into. Um, you're entering into your exodus, or well, your wilderness, rather. You've already done your exodus, but you haven't arrived yet, right? exit entry and arrival you haven't arrived at your um destination right 
you're just making your entry and know that you will make continuous entries before you make your arrival there will be more there will be one exit and there will be one arrival but there will be many entries so many doorways many pathways many passages um, many opportunities um, many many highs um, many lows as well um, high low high low high right that's it's going to be a back and forth from glory to glory um, poverty famine to um, richness fulfillment peace and the famine is not a famine where you're not taken care of because if you're in the wilderness you're doing what God tells you to do you told you to do and if you continue doing that the famine that I'm talking about is not that you're gonna starve to death the famine that I'm talking about is the spiritual fasting that you must do when you're in this wilderness and you're not gonna have a choice but to do that because if not you're not gonna make it to your arrival after you've made your numerous entries right the fasting um, it's contingent on whatever God tells you to do because there's many ways to fast. A water fast is crucial. A David fast is crucial. There's many different fasts that God will have you do. Um, won't just be one type, but it might not be all either. Um, but a water fast is like very necessary. Um, or juice fast for those who have diabetes or something like that. Then obviously, um, God's not gonna be like um. Most likely, anyway, it's not gonna be like I'm. I, he needs you to do a water fast if he know and if he does he'll have you do a water fast and eat eat something that like one thing or any minimal or something that's going to help you with with that right um but yes that's what the famine means um not just that but it also means lack of you will have a lot of things that you will lack right um after you when you make your exodus okay obviously you will um as you're making your exodus you are going to be in the wilderness. You're not going to have the things that you that you need, right? Um, or the things that you want. But it's not going to be like that all the time because you'll be going from glory to glory. So when you first leave, you'll have you'll be given everything that you need to leave if you don't have it, um, and it'll be okay for a little bit. Like you'll have a little bit of chill time, right? But it's not going to be much. Um, Maybe a couple of days, maybe end of a week, no more than a week. Usually, it depends on how God plays it out. But it's going to be very, very short lived. Where you have everything, God is going to give you favor to get wherever He has you get to and to get settled in. But once you get settled in, it's not going to be much time for you to settle in either. It's going to be very quick. Once you settle in, then the tests, the new tests are going to come, and new trials are going to come, um, and start for your elevation. That's when your healing is going to come. It's going to start all that. All that is going to start um, around that time, right? And it's going to be very. It's going to be very traumatic. It's going to be um, very uncomfortable, very unfavorable. But at the same time, you're going to learn a lot. You're going to experience a lot. You're going to grow a lot. You're going to um, trust God more. Learn to trust God more yourself more. You're going to become more confident. Um, and more fulfilled in the things that you do because you'll be doing it for God. So, of course, it's going to make you happy and make you more in peace and stuff like that. Um, you're going to be tested on how much you really want this and how much you love God, how much you love yourself, how much you're willing to make your, um, your, your family, your future family, if you're not with the family that you have now and God's telling you to leave them or 
or, or whatever. I mean, whatever the case may be, or have some family, whatever. Um, however, however that pertains to you, but um, you will be um, you will be tested on how much it means to you because you will see things, you will hear things, you will feel things, you will experience things, and they will come fast and they will come hard. Um, and you are to stay grounded at all times, stay in your spiritual warfare at all times. Um, and like I said, that's for a long period of time. Everybody's wilderness moment is not going to be the same amount of time. Everybody's wilderness moment is not going to be, uh, or it's not going to be by experienced, the same experience with everybody else has or anything like that. But everybody's wilderness moment, um, is unfavorable, right? Um, and not everybody's wilderness moment is going to be the same as far as how hard it is. Like everybody's wilderness moment will be hard. Of course, it's going to be a challenge, but some will be harder than others. Simply because some people have more debts than others. Some people's family is more cursed than others. Um, some people are more stubborn than others. They will, so when they're in their wilderness moment, they take longer to learn their lessons and heal and all that because they're holding back for whatever reason. I mean, so it's up to you to how long it is, the more work you do, the more work you do, the less you complain, um, the more you accomplish in that time, like the more, the more effort time and you put in it, the, the bigger your results, right? So the greater, the, the more seeds you sow, the greater your harvest, right? When it's time for you to reap what you sown, right? So your entry will be your entry is continuous um your entry is basically like your exit from one situation one test into another situation another test and in between the, each entry you'll have downtime of peace um a, a downtime where you experience peace and joy and gratitude and stuff like that and in bliss right um it's but even that's short lived but the, every time you have it it's going to be like ugh, amazing right um, and then finally you'll get to your arrival after after all that's said and done. When you get to your arrival, you are not even the same person. You're, you'll realize that you're so different. You don't even recognize the person you used to be, right? Um, the same bliss comes then. Um, but at first, you're going to be tested um, again because... On how much you trust in God still and stuff like that. And, you know, and if you have, if you trust God um, still to the point where you don't question anything anymore, now you're just going with the flow. That's what you should be when you're in arrival, but everybody's different. You might think you need to see more signs, which if you do, then that means it's a spirit dwelling um, within you, which we all have spirits in us or whatever, or did rather. Um, for me, because I say did for me, because I don't, and if I do, they will come up later, and I will beat them like I did the rest, right? But, um, anyway, yeah, I do, we do. So, I'm not going to speak too much on Arrival. Um, all I can say or all I'm being allowed to say is 
it's a wonderful feeling. But you will be tested um, too because um, even though you have arrived, it doesn't mean that you are settled in, right? <laughs> when you arrive, you're just now getting there. So until you settle in and continue not, you know, falling off from your warfare, your praise, or nothing like that in any kind of way, then you will still be tested to see if you'll fall off or not, right? And see if you trust God or not. All of that, right? So, um, I don't know. That's, that's, that's all I have for y'all. I thought it was going to be long, but it's not going to be long. Um, but that's not all. I mean, I still have two more chapters to do. Um, so, let me not speak ahead of myself. Okay, the next one is Second Chronicles chapter 2, verses 2 through 3. And it is... Um, Solomon spoke to all Israel, to the commanders of thousands and of hundreds, to the judges, to all the leaders in all Israel, the heads of fathers' houses. And Solomon and all the assembly with him went to the high place that was on Gibeon for the tent of meeting of God, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, had made in the wilderness was there. Right. Oh, excuse me, y'all. So before you make your exit, you will be telling people um, or you have already told people before you made your exit or you're getting ready to tell people um, and you haven't made your exit yet, right, for some reason. So y'all already spoke on the stuff that's happening to you and where you're at and what you saw and how you feel and trying to, trying to turn, change people's minds. And if you haven't, you are thinking about it, but you haven't started yet, or you haven't did it all, but you are being drawn and feel like you need to, but you don't know how to say it, or you're waiting to say it perfect, or say it just right at the right time, right? Um, for those of you all in your entry, you already did what you needed to say. You spoke your piece. You said everything that you needed to say. Um you have to forgive yourself and all those who hurt you for you to continue in your entry to new pathways, new passages, new passages, so you can get to your arrival, right? Because if you if you don't forgive others, you can't be forgiven. So if you have any of that left, go ahead and handle that because that will hinder your entry in in, in the long run. It will hinder your arrival because... You only get so many um, entries, and you don't want to waste your tickets for admission, right? 
so that's what that is, right? Um, and then last but not least will be Isaiah chapter 2, 3 through 6. So... Okay, and the last one again is Isaiah chapter 2, verses 3 through 6. And it says, It shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established as the highest of the mountains and shall be lifted up above the hills, and all the nations shall follow to it. And many people shall come and say, Let us come. I mean, come, let us go to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of God of Jacob, of the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways and that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and shall decide disputes, decide disputes for many peoples, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks nations shall not lift up sword against nation neither shall they learn war anymore O house of jacob come let us walk in the light of the lord for you have rejected your people the house of jacob because they are full of things from the east and of fortune tellers like the philistines and they strike hands with the children of the foreigners you're going to go through the persecution. Um, and that's always, I mean, that's, that's always going to happen until you have no more enemies, right? Like none ever or create anymore, right? But with the people, people you know, people you don't know, um, that you meet or run into, um, or that you've never ran into or even met speaking on you, that you... You don't even know who they are, you know. Well, mainly the people that you know are going to be persecuted from um, publicly and in silence, right? Which it comes back to First Samuel, right? And Second Chronicles, and even this one on Isaiah. Um, they're going to bite the bullets that they tried to shoot you with very soon, okay? Um, leading up to your arrival, like right before your arrival, right? Um, while you're in your entry, they will, but it won't be seen at first. And after a while, it'll be so much evidence that they can't deny it. Then after a while, they'll know for a fact Um but they'll be waiting for your downfall. And then you'll come into your arrival. When you arrive, they'll still be hoping and waiting for your downfall and don't um, very shocked as to why it's happening and still trying to figure out where they went wrong as far as how they missed it and, and how this is happening for you and all this stuff. And then the more that you are exalted um, in front of them, the more they um, see, because they already can't deny it, they accept it now. But they're just hoping that they're maybe like daydreaming and it's, they're waking up when they realize that it's really happened. It's nothing they can do about it, that um, it was really you. 
that you're really chosen and anointed and that God really wasn't playing with you or them, then they're going to get scared. They're going to still wish for your downfall. They're going to hate you even more. But they're going to want to be on your team. They are um, They're going to be jealous and envious. They're going to figure out, be trying to figure out how they can get back in. They're going to be trying to figure out um, how they can please you, how they can gain your trust back, right? But you are not to trust them. Unless God tells you otherwise. Nine times out of ten, he won't. Unless it's somebody he really cared about enough to give them another chance after they hurt you. Which God doesn't do really at all. So if they do, if he does, then that person is really, really, really called as well. But they make God mad. So if he gives that person a second chance, he will let you know. Um, but even if he has you give them a second chance and he gives them a second chance, he won't have you deal with them the same way. He might not even have you deal with them at all. He might just have you give them a message and it might not even be in person. It might be telepathically. It might not be in person or over the internet. It might be telepathically or it might be through somebody else to give to that person. He's not going to let you get close to that person. And if he does, there's not going to be ways to wade later down the line when that person is established that that person loves God enough and won't do anything to jeopardize their salvation or make God mad for any reason after they proved themselves so much by going to their, after they've made their arrival and went to their wilderness moment to be tested and all that. Then, and only then will God um, maybe decide to uh, bless to, to bliss them with your presence, okay? Other than that, no. Um, like I said, you're gonna be exalted. He's gonna push you high. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna make sure that everyone sees you. All eyes and all ears. Like, um, everybody's gonna see you. They're gonna, they're gonna, want to get to know you they're going to feel your vibration they're going to want to cling to you they're going to want to know what you're teaching um what god has done in your life how you got there they're going to want to know how you are so happy and so peaceful and they're going to start asking you questions they're going to start taking your classes they're going to start supporting you just because you give them um a piece of light life um positive energy because you're feeding their soul um they're gonna want to give you gifts and stuff don't take the gifts unless god tells you otherwise if god does not tell you don't take the gifts i don't care what it looks like because there will also be just as many people who are actually interested in trying to turn their life around and are intrigued by you and not hating on you just want to want to be like you but not like you like copycat but it will be some copycats too um there are also going to be demons that come around that um you're going to have to use your discernment with and a lot of them will be the same um spirits that dwell in the people that you left to see if you learned your lesson with them and if you could recognize those spirits and they're going to be new spirits that come that you've never had to deal with in your journey at all and you, they're going to come around for you to learn their energy you know 
for you to master it and see what they're about. And then, you know, after you master their energy, you know, them, you know, buying them and all that and go to that part, then you're going to level up again. Every time you level up, it's going to be a new devil. And it's going to, every new devil that you get, it's going to be one that you don't know. Like one that you are not familiar with the energy. You're going to have to figure that energy out and figure out what spirit that that person has, right? Study, 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 study everything, every person, every situation, every place, everything. Because it's very necessary. Pay attention not to miss anything. Don't ever be too much in the moment. Even when it's time to celebrate and you've made it to your glory from out of your wilderness moment. Because we go in the wilderness continuously. Even when we're in the arrival still. Maybe not um, materialistically. But as far as the tests go, like, um, how can I say it? Um, when we make our arrival, we still go through the wilderness um, by testing if we are able to stay in the arrival and do what we need to do in the arrival and not fall off, right? To see if we can still handle all that comes with the 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 anointing, the blessing, the prosperity, the abundance, the peace, everything that comes with it. We're still going to be tested on our faith. We're still going to be tested on how much we still love God, even even though God has um, given us everything we could possibly, anything we, everything we can need and anything we could possibly even ask for, let alone want, because he's going to give us so much stuff that we didn't even ask for just because we were faithful to him. And that's when you're going to be tested only how much you still love God or do you not want to give God any time anymore because God gave you what you would all, everything you ever wanted and then some. Are you going to forget about him once you get in your arrival or are you still going to be dedicated and love him the same as when you didn't have nothing and you was calling on his name? Um, you're going to be tested left and right. Okay. Um, you're gonna have people coming to you, um, like I said, with with their own sets of spirits, um, purposely, strategically, right, to get you to trust them. Um, guys, you're gonna have women coming in that really don't want to be with you at all, just want to make you see if they can make you fall. The 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 demons that are in them just want to see if they if if they can make you fall, if they can make you fall in lust or fall in, you know, fall in love and lust or um, whatever the case may be, right? See if they can persuade you. They want to get in close to you. They want to be in a relationship. Be mindful of the people that want to be in relationships with you very quickly without getting to know you. Anybody that follows God, anybody who loves God is going to love, and anybody who's for you is going to want to be with you, and they're going to want to do everything they can to please you, and it's not going to be contingent on what you do for them, okay? Especially, like I said, this since we're talking about arrival at this last part, um, once you get there, you need to first make sure these people, this woman or this man, for you women, 
um, whether it be romantic wise or just like friendship or business partnership, whatever it is, you want to make sure that all the people that are trying to associate with themselves, with themselves, with you and attach themselves to your, you and your name and what you have going in any kind of way, you want to make sure that they're not jealous of you and really want what you have and hating on you and will plot to kill you or do whatever it takes to get it. You also want to make sure that they love God just as much as you do, because if they do not love God just as much as you do, they're, um, they're a, a threat to you and everything that you have worked for. Because if they can't get to it and they're not putting the effort in or trying to at least figure out how to get there and put in and in, in, in are willing to put in the work and are putting in the work to get there, then only thing left for them to do if they're not going to do that is to envy you more and then just come up with their own plots to destroy you because they don't want to get on their own because they're too scared, right? So be mindful of that. Be be mindful of um, people trying to come to you acting like they don't know what they did. They don't know why, why what happened, whatever, or they didn't mean to do it. Um... Or they feel very sorry and remorseful. Test the spirits in them to see how sorry or remorseful they are. Um, if they really knew or not. Um, see if the answer changes when they when you ask them. The answer will always change if they're not speaking from their heart and genuine. Because God is going to make sure that they reveal themselves. Also pray to God on the one thing, well everything. But this one thing you should do for everything, right? You want to pray to God about everything, but you want to pray for God specifically. And you are having trouble, because we do do that. At times, everybody goes through that. If you're having trouble believing um, or are confused for any moment, this, this person or this situation um, is not for you, ask God. Ask God to remove you from any situation, any situation from you. Um, remove you from any person or remove this person from you or um, business deal, whatever it is, ask, if, ask God to remove anything that he has not intended for you. Anything and anybody that he does not want um, you around or anything that you he doesn't want you involved in, he will do it. Not just ask him to remove it, ask, them, ask him to um, make the situation or make the person remove themselves from you. And when you ask him that, um, be genuine and I actually mean it. And when that happens, he will do so. He will make them, you'll have people that start calling you or hitting you up. Even people, it could be people that you haven't talked to in a while that you may have suspected some stuff, but you don't talk no more, but you never found out the truth, but you always thought it, but you wasn't sure. They might just hit you up one day and, and just randomly spill the beans or um, you might just run into some information that proves that you're going to, some some kind of proof is going to come up, right? Um, if you still talk to them same difference, if you don't talk to them same difference, right? Um, some way, somehow, some shape, some form, everything that was ever hidden from you is going to come up, right? And it's going to come up with that situation that you ask God and pray to God for it to, um, for it to be revealed to you, for them to reveal themselves in an the hour. So 
um, they'll start revealing themselves in crazy ways. Like you might be having a conversation and it goes left for no apparent reason and it have nothing to do with your, your own accord, with you personally, and it went left and you didn't say anything, you just listened because they, they was mad, they wanted you to listen, they just wanted you to shut up so they could explain their story and they was upset, right, whatever. Um, and you still do that, you stay humble, as can be, which is gonna be another challenge, um, especially with the demons, you're gonna have to be comf- uh, humble and still be kind to them even though you don't trust them. That's gonna be very hard, I know. Um, but, like I said, people, when you do that, when you ask God that he will not only reveal you, but he will um, reveal them to you, but he will also make them expose themselves. And once they're exposed, they're not even going to come near you because they can't. They feel too naked like Eve and Adam in the garden. It's too much light for them. They don't want to go back to the darkness. Okay. Um, um um, you will be working in unison um, with the Creator, with your angels, ancestors, and whoever else is around you. Um, whoever's in your close circle, like that you have, you left your wilderness. I mean, like you left your, you made your exit. You went into um, your sacrifice for God, and then from there you went to the wilderness. I walk with you, I Um, you once you once you go to the wilderness. Um, so it's very crucial for you to stay in your praise and your warfare, worship, saying affirmations, all that, right, the whole time. Especially when you are um getting ready to come in your arrival, or you have already came in your arrival, right. And how do you know? You will know by how you feel. You will feel like something great is going to happen. And not great as in great danger. Something great like you're about to win the the lottery or something. You don't have it in your hand yet. But you can feel it. You can taste it. You can smell it, right? Same difference with that person. The person might be far away from you, right? But you will um, be able to do the same thing, and they'll want to be a part of it, right? And they will start doing it for themselves, trying to get as much information from you as they can, either directly or through videos or wherever, however you decide to do your ministry. They'll get insight, they will learn from you. And they'll be excited to share it with you as soon as you um, are given the okay to reach out back to them, right? Even if that's the only person or those are the only few people who will listen. I'm dead with you. The people who will come around will be coming around to you that um, does believe you and does believe that God dwells in you. They're going to still make excuses here and there. They're going to miss their family. Um, 
they're gonna turn on they're gonna But God comes first and you come second. So just know that, right? Everything is for you, it will be for you. It it is for you and nobody can stop it. Until I will forget by it. Y'all bear with me. It's three eleven AM. Trying to get y'all these messages. Drinking my coffee. Okay, that will put you that. Trying to stay awake. Once I will put you that I have dozed off a couple times since I've been doing it. We are in shit there. So bear with me, y'all.